Bienvenido a Amigos Learning Languages. Este es un podcast hecho por amigos para amigos que aprenden lenguajes. Podrás escuchar a nativos hablando de su cultura, experiencias y consejos. In addition, you will be able to listen to people who are already on this path of learning and how they manage to get where they are. Enjoy this journey with us. Hello, my friend Reed. Hello, hello. What have you been up to? Uh, let's see. Today, gave two different classes. Uh, okay. I learned a little bit about Ukraine. Ukraine. In yeah. Europe. There, there, are, no, there is a lot of history to learn about uh -huh. those countries like Ukraine, uh, Russia. Uh, yes, yes, yes. A lot of history. Have you ever read or seen about Chernobyl, for example? Ah, that's an interesting question. And I would say, have you ever read? Have you ever, have you read, ever about read? Um, I know only a little bit. Um, I know that's that's common in media, like in games and movies nowadays about Chernobyl. But <laughs> exactly. uh, all I know. I don't even remember which country that was in, but I know it was some sort of a nuclear accident. Tenemos muchos deberes por hacer. Hay mucha información que leer, que averiguar de allá. Yeah, exactly. ¿Y qué te contó de Ucrania tu amigo, tu estudiante? Yeah, so he mentioned his he was telling me about his experience in 2014 um about the revolution it was kind of a civil a civilian revolution against the government at the time okay. and because apparently the government was more pro-russian i think was what he said mm -hmm. um this is i'm doing my best to relay what he said <laughs> what he told me but uh That's okay. So he, yeah, so he was saying, for example, uh, there was a lot of, as we say, bloodshed. Um, and, you know, there were a lot of deaths. And basically, his experience, he lives kind of on the western side, closer to uh -huh. Poland. Um, so he, he had a minivan. Uh, so he drove the minivan with like five of his friends and like three of their friends because it was as we say, an eight-seater, you know, it could eight seat eight people. Um, uh -huh. So he drove that over to the capital, and okay. uh, they were taking, like, back roads so they didn't have to take the main highways and stuff, because um, I think the pro-government police were, like, stopping, and um, if you know the word assaulting people... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, if you have yeah. heard our last episode. Exactly. Okay. Um, So they were trying to avoid that whole situation, but they had in the van, they had like pepper spray and pepper spray. Do you know how to say pepper spray in Spanish? Sí, es gas pimienta. Gas pimienta. Ah, okay. So that's, gas pimienta. that's like a literal translation. Sí, o también lo dicen gas lacrimógeno. Exacto. Gas lacrimógeno. Exacto. Por lágrimas, entiendo. Ah, lacrimógeno. Es, es ah, un okay. gas que provoca que, que tú llores, ¿no? 
Yeah, exactly. And then we, we start singing the song, No llores, por favor. No, sí. Uh, <laughs> exacto, exacto. So, exacto, sí, gas lacrimógeno. Lacrimógeno. Exacto, y es, entiendo es por el tema de, de las lágrimas. Te has llorado también uh -huh. gas pimienta. Interesting, okay. Es lo que la policía uh -huh. lanza, ¿no? Cuando están en las, yeah. en las huelgas, entonces la gas lacrimógeno. Exactly. And I know they also, uh, they also use that in the prisons as well. Exacto. Cuando, cuando quieren eh, dispersar a la gente. Ajá. ¿Cuál When sería la want... traducción de eso? De dispersar a la gente, ¿sabes? Yeah. So, so literally it would be like disperse. But ah, we would that say. That was an easy one for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we would say like that sentence. When they want to probably I would say when they want to make the people disperse um, exactly exactly disperse yeah. okay because so, there are a lot of people uh, causing problems or making problems uh -huh. uh, or you could say causing problems causing um, causing problem okay thank you I would say either one a lot of people okay. probably causing problems causing causing problems it's yeah. almost the same as primo How should you pronounce primo? Primo. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, so there is an ing, like the gerund or gerunde, as we say, uh, for causing. Ah, but causing. It's cause, cause. It's kind of like the Wizard of Oz. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's like <laughs> very a very famous film. But in English, okay. we say the Wizard of Oz. So it's cause. Um, causing trying to think of a similar word but yeah <laughs> okay, exactly causing that's a good pronunciation versus primo would be more cousin cousin, cousin. so it's more causing bueno, para, nuestros, para nuestros oídos o para, para mi oído español es como que es lo mismo como uh -huh. well, causing causing <laughs> yeah but, I Depende del contexto, creo que con el contexto exactly. puede ser mucho, mucho, de mucha más ayuda, ¿no? Yeah, so for example, if you want a tongue twister, uh, my, cousin, <laughs> my cousin is causing uh, commotion. <laughs> like we, we can share that twist tongue, twist tongue. Uh, reverse that. Tongue twist, tongue twist. Okay, tongue we twister, can share yeah. that, that tongue twister on our telegram group and to see what ah, there we go. the people can maybe people can share a voice message ellos pueden compartir un mensaje de voz y luego vamos a ver cómo les va no es yeah, como exactly. mi primo está causando problemas exactly um, and i do find i found myself as i've been learning spanish uh, and i hear from other people as well if you record yourself So it can either be through an audio message or if you just use your phone and just record yourself. Um, that can be a great way to tell how your pronunciation is. Like, because if you, if you hear, um, yeah, so I'll leave it at that. Yeah, <clears throat> yo creo, si, y si sirve, el problema es que hay muchas palabras que son como que muy, muy parecidas para nosotros. Para ustedes, los nativos en inglés, es muy obvio. 
pero para nosotros ah. es como que no hay diferencia como en las palabras que, ah, right. <risas> que estábamos hablando. Ok, pero regresando al tema. Uh -huh. ¿Cómo es en inglés regresando al tema? Getting back on track. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Esa, esa es una frase muy buena para los que nos escuchan, ya sea en español o en inglés. Es regresando al tema o getting back on track. Exactly. And the, the different ways you could use that is you could say, we need to get back on track, right? Or we need to, if you are currently, as we say, on track, right? If you're currently focused, but you don't want to get distracted, you could say, let's make sure we stay on track. Uh, right? let's, okay. let's stay on track um, or stay focused. It's very similar. And then, tenemos que estar concentrados, tenemos que... Ajá. O sería no desviarnos como que la traducción, porque stay in track, stay in track. On, on. On, on track. Gracias. Yeah. Es como, exacto, no desviarte, no, no irte ni a la izquierda uh, ni yeah. a la derecha. Right, neither to the left, left neither, nor to the right. Uh, neither to the left nor to the left. Yeah, right, exactly. That's a bit of a, a bit of a tough one in English. So. Exactly, exactly. En español, no irte ni a la derecha ni a la izquierda. Exactly. Estar, no desviarte, okay? Perfect. Um, and then I'll, I'll give two more, just so, because it can be a tough one to learn. Um, if you want to say, um, we need to get back on track. Oh, and then the negative, right? Because that's the positive. We need to get back on track. You could say, Uh, let's not, so it's like, let us, with a contraction, let's uh -huh. not get off track. Oh, that's a tough one. Es una difícil. Yeah. <laughs> Como no, no nos desviemos, no nos vamos a desviar. I, I think so, yeah, exactly. Okay. It's very, very similar. It's kind of a fancy version or an mm -hmm. elegant version of saying, hey, let's stay on track, right? But you're... You're emphasizing, hey, let's not get off track. Get off, off track. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Uh, y, y estuvimos hablando de Ucrania, ah, de yes. las huelgas y del gas <laughs> lacrimógeno. Exactly. So, so my student, um, he, he said uh, they had some, as we say, tear gas right? or You know ah, what? Ahí está, Those... gas lacrimógeno. Ah, ahí está, I, gas lacrimógeno. I just realized. <laughs> exacto, exacto. That's interesting. Um, yeah, because we say... Tears. I, I said that without even thinking about it. Um, tears, yeah, we have... Tears gas. So we have tear gas. Like tears are lacrimas. Oh, tear, right? tear gas. Uh, tear gas, or we have pepper spray. Um, I don't que know. Que es lo mismo, it, no? I, I think so. I'd say... Unless you're actually in the military, maybe there is a slight difference, but for for most people, I, I don't know if there is a difference. So I'd say I'd say they're close enough. Um, okay, genial. Yes, yeah, so, so they had uh, tear gas or pepper spray, and uh, as well as baseball bats. You know, like, but okay. it wasn't for wasn't for playing baseball uh, <laughs> with different so, balls. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> So, so he didn't go into too much detail, just about 
kind of that experience overall. And he was saying that he hopes that doesn't have to happen again um, because he's he said he's worried or he's afraid that in the future uh, there might be another sort of civil war um, because the the president in I think it would be in 2014 right the president of Ukraine at that time he got kicked out or he got uh, he fled the country right he fled from the protesters in a helicopter he said mm -hmm. the president had like these bags of money um, threw him in the helicopter and then fled to Russia. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, okay. it was, it was interesting. Sí, sí, creo que mucha, mucho deber por hacer en, en, en aprender esa información. Solo un tema antes de terminar. Es, es interesante que en inglés los años los dicen 2014. Los, los dividen, ¿no? Pero en, en español nunca... Nunca hacemos eso, no decimos el año 2014, es el año 2014. Exactly. And es, course, eso es muy interesante. Yeah, you can say both in, in English. Of course, you can say either 2014 or 2014. So how would, on that note, how would you say uh, 1987, for example, if you want... Oh, wait, 1987. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I was trying to quiz you. Ah, I should okay. have said it 19... in Spanish, but yeah. Okay, okay, so exactly. that would. Oh, and that's actually that's a good that's a good point because we wouldn't say if you're talking about the 1900s, 1800s, 1700s, we would not say one in the year 1987. That would sound strange in English, so. So I guess it's more relaxed, like in English, when, it, when you get to the year 2000 or later, that's when we start to say uh, 2000, 2001, or you could say 20. You know what? It's, it's kind of specific because now that I think <laughs> about it. So the year 2001, we wouldn't say 2001. That sounds strange. 2009, we wouldn't say 2009. Uh, 2010. So I'd say from 2010 onward, from 2010, 2011, 2012. But before that, we say like 2009. Muchas gracias por haber escuchado este episodio. Si te gustó, por favor, compártelo. Recuerda, nuevos episodios cada semana. Chao.